Here's the big question. How are these average, everyday moms getting radical results in their lives? How are they able to transform their health, money, families, homes, and have fun doing it? The trick? Check this out. We're not average. I'm Hannah Keeley, and I'm going to spill our secrets and answer your questions right now in That Mom Show. It's Hannah here, and I'm so excited because I have a friend of mine. She doesn't know it, but uh, she's a great friend of mine. No, <laughs> we actually just recently met, but our circles have been like spinning around each other for quite some time. And as soon as she opened up her mouth, I'm like, oh, you're my best friend. Okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so I have Lauren Golden here, and she's the founder of Free Mama. And when I heard those words together, Free and Mama, I'm like, all right, you're my tribe. Let's get you in. Let's get your wisdom and let's figure out what does this mean to be free? So Lauren, tell us a little bit about that and how you came up with this idea. That's awesome. First of all, the feeling is completely <laughs> mutual. So we can start there. We can be best friends. Um, so which one is going to, so when we get the necklace and we split the hearts, who's going to get the like that for, and who's going to get the ends? You can get whichever side makes you feel good. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm very generous in that way. No, I just do think. Um, yeah, so my business is called The Free Mama, and I, I love what I do. I'm sure you can say the same thing, Hannah. It's so great to be at a point in my life um, where, where I, I can say that. Like, it's so cliche, but, like, I don't really work because I just, I kind of just love who I get to hang out with. And so the mission of the free mama is that no mom should have to choose between family and financial stability. And I feel like a lot of business owners, my, my business started, um, from this mission, but also from my own personal story, which was, uh, I became a mom, uh, which was something I always knew I wanted to be. I was always, you know, like the mother's helper when I was little. And then I graduated to like full on babysitter. And then, you know, I'd like nanny and this stuff. Like I always wanted to be around kids. I knew I wanted to be a mom. Um, and when my husband and I, we struggled to get pregnant with our first. And when we finally did have our first child, we actually never had a conversation about what it would look like for me to stay home because we both were very well aware of how much money we made. We were very aware of the mortgage payment that came out every month. And it just, it didn't add up. The math didn't right. add up. And so we knew that that wasn't going to be a possibility. And so I grew up with a stay at home mom and an entrepreneurial dad. So now it's all kind of like coming together, but um, I knew I was going to have to go back to work. And something really interesting happened for me when I went back after my first child. And that was that uh, I had a moment in my day, you know, those moments where you know exactly where you were, like you can oh, remember it. Yes. Yes. Mind. So it was one of those. I know exactly like where my desk was in my office, how I was sitting. And I remember sitting back on that first day, like probably mascara on my face from dropping off my child. And I had this thought of like, wow, I really like to work. Like I actually like, like I'm good at this job and I like it. And I kind of like wrestled with being okay with that. Cause I feel like a lot of times, like we're supposed, like we're supposed to feel guilty being a working mom, but I had this I had this feeling of like, no, like I love my baby. I still have the, ma the mascara is fresh on the face. Like I love this human I created, but I actually really like the feeling of like thinking strategically and accomplishing tasks and like, and, and using this other part of my brain. Um, and so that was a really powerful moment for me, but it was actually my second aha moment, which was two years later when my son was born, um, that I realized that the traditional nine to five 
was not allowing me to show up as the mom that I wanted to be. And for me, what that looked like was waking up really early, feeling really anxious, getting three different humans ready, sometimes four, depending on how my husband was doing that day, but like getting everybody ready, getting out of the house, um, you know, going and sitting at a job where I was told how long I had to be there, regardless of what work I had already accomplished. And then rush home, drive all over town, picking up kids, get home, rush through it. Like it was just, it was the rush. It was everything just felt stressful only to wake up and do it again. And so that was kind of my second aha is like, I love, okay, I love being a mom. I love my kids. I love working, but this whole job thing is really interfering with how I want my life to look like. And so that is when I started looking for different solutions. Uh, And I wish I could tell you that I found this kind of, you know, it was just a very obvious thing, but it wasn't, uh, like a lot of women and a lot of these things that we discover are like the hidden mysteries. And that's why you and I are both so on fire with helping moms because it's like, I don't want you to go through what I went through and trying to discover this. Exactly. Exactly. And I will say like, there's, there's, it's not one size fits all either. You know, it's really not, but I feel like I feel an obligation to tell people what I've learned because it so drastically changed my life. And now two years after launching the Free Mama Movement, it's changed the lives of thousands of other people too. So like, this is a proven thing. Like I didn't just make it up. I didn't invent it, but, but I tried a lot of different things before I discovered freelancing, which is kind of the punchline that we're getting to here. You know, I tried network marketing. I tried blogging. I didn't have some crazy like Shark Tank idea. I believe me, I try. I'm like, just invent something. Like how hard can it be? Just like invent something and patent it every day. Yeah, like, why is this so, you know, and I, but I, I, I remember how it actually felt and I, I'm fully confident that some of your listeners are feeling this on their heart right now. I remember what it felt like to literally just be like throwing it up. Like I'm ready. Like I'm a hard worker. Like I will do this. I will follow through. I will figure this out, but I don't know what it is. And I just remember feeling like very discouraged and frustrated because it was like, I wanted it so badly, but I didn't know how to, how to do it. I didn't know how to get to the other side of it. Um, and it was actually, and we've come full circle here. So uh, it was actually, I found an ad scrolling through Facebook, which is how a lot of people find me and probably how a lot of people find you, Hannah. And, and it, it, it works, right? And so I'm, I'm unhappy and it's night and I'm sure I'm in bed and I'm scrolling through Facebook and I see this ad about how to become a social media manager. And I'm like, well, I like Facebook. That sounds great. Like, let's do that. Well, and so I'm watching it. Yeah, I watched it. And what was really cool is that I was able to take from this webinar and I did buy the course, by the way. And just fun fact, I bought it without telling my husband because I was really nervous what he was going to say. Put it on the credit card. Not res- I'm not condoning my behavior, Hannah, but I'm just telling the truth. That's what I did. And yeah. then it was kind of like it lit that fire, right? Of like, okay, well, I got to figure this out now because I got to pay for it. I got to pay the credit card off like before we get into an argument. Right. So it lit a fire. But what was really cool is I was able to take this course that I had bought and actually consumed, right? You can't just like get the gratification of like, well, I just invested in it. No, you got to do the work. And so I, I did, I watched it and I did the work, but I made it my own. I took from it what I wanted, but the, the big thing that I got from it was that you can start your own business from home. And so we talk about this as freelancing, 
but but really all freelancing is 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 you're kind of like a small business owner but you're providing a service so rather than the e-commerce or inventing something or whatever you're basically like it's all semantics but but we call it freelancing you're a contractor for other entrepreneurs or small businesses who need your help so if you're listening and you're like i like what you lost me at freelancing is that like coding it could be um but you can be a freelance virtual assistant you could be a social media manager you could be a bookkeeper a graphic designer there's tons of skills and services that you can provide as a freelancer and so for me i'm sitting there and i had this just big moment both watching the webinar and afterwards where i was like wow remember i like working i'm smart like i can i, I got some stuff i can do how can i sell this thing and market myself so that i can do it on my own like i can do it on my own terms and so that's what i set out to do and now that's what i teach other people how to do as well oh, i love it i love it isn't it cool how when we put forth the blood sweat and tears and when we go through the anxiety and we make the bold commitments what we're actually doing is god is leading us to a place where we're like forging through and it's not always to get us to the end it's for us to get there and say hey guys come on i found something you know cool. like it's i as much as I love what I've created, I, it's almost like I celebrate what I help other moms create more because I'm like, yes, yes. yes. Like I get so stoked about that. We just actually spoke about this on one of my group coaching calls yesterday. I, I said, I'm like, you guys, your wins are my wins, like almost by definition. Like I don't get to win as a business owner unless what I'm teaching you works for you yes, it's, yes. I, like by the and so yeah we were talking about that yesterday and i love it and and i love your point of like you know you're kind of getting to the point of like it's not about the destination it's the journey and and knowing that you don't have to be on a journey alone uh is a really big part of what my community is about and i know that's that's what you are talking about with moms as well like you don't have to do this thing by yourself you don't have to like be stuck in this like either or kind of thing so that's something we also talk about a lot you know we i grew up thinking to be a good mom i had to stay home Cause that's what my mom did. And so yeah. that's just what it looked like for me. And then we've got, you know, the lean in movement over here on the other side and it's beautiful and don't get me wrong, girl power. Like we need it. There's a place for it, but neither were speaking to me. And so what I just really challenge women to think about are what are the gray areas? What are the solutions you're not thinking of? What are those opportunities that maybe you don't even know exist yet? Cause we don't know what we don't know. Yeah. And so how can we, you know, if, if, in fact, someone just yesterday posted, it was really funny. I loved it. She posted it on our Facebook community, something about, um, she's wanting to do Facebook lives, but like her two-year-old won't let her like two-year-old's not napping. Two-year-old will follow her to the bathroom. Two-year-old needs a snack. Right. When she starts like all these things. I would watch and, that Facebook live any well, day. That's a, that's a different story. Her, unfortunately it's not ideal for her ideal client. Yeah, so, okay, but it. yes, I totally, I agree. Right. That sounds very entertaining, but she, she felt stuck. Right. In her mind, it's like, well, I go into the bathroom or there's nap time and I can't do either of those. And, and there was just this outpouring from all of the other moms of like, have, what if you went outside? What if you sat in the car? What if you did a swap with the neighbor? What if you hired a babysitter? Like just dozens of ideas. And this mom was just like, oh my gosh, thank you. And I think we, I think it's just an example that we can get so set in like what we know or what, yes, like, yes, yes, yes. You know, that there's only these options and there's yeah. lots of options and kind of yeah. the motto that I've lived my life by is like, if I don't like any of the options, I'm going to go create a new one. Like exactly. just make it up for yourself, you know? Exactly. And so I would love to talk about that some, because what I want moms to understand in this podcast is first of all, I think what 
our goals boil down to. And whether it's, I want to get out of debt, or I want a better marriage, or I wish my home was more organized, or I wish I could lose weight. It all comes down really to how you feel or how you think you're going to feel when that goal is met. And if you say, you know, I'll feel healthier, I'll feel more peaceful, it all comes down to I'm going to feel free. Mm -hmm. I'm going to feel free. Like we have that desire in us from God to live as free people. Mm -hmm. And we are supposed to be free. We're not supposed to be constricted by choices that we're making unconsciously. Mm -hmm. And so I think for a lot of listeners, a lot of people who are watching right now, just for... I want to talk about what do you believe by default? Like what have you believed because you always thought that that was the way it was supposed to be, or that was how my parents lived, or that was, you know, what are your beliefs about money or about your career, about if you can work, if you can't work, or are you going to be a bad mom if you leave your kids? Are you going to, like, what are your things that you believe and why do you believe it? And when we get down to what you said, Lauren, if I don't see an option I like, I'm going to create it. Mm-hmm. Like we have the mind that can create things that have never been thought of before. And so where there is that desire, God gives us that desire, not so it will fall flat and we'll be disappointed, but he gives that, us that desire. So we'll get creative and think, mm-hmm. how do I create this? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love, you're like taking me to church. I'm like, this is so good. I'm like, yeah. yeah now I'm going to pass the plate. <laughs> Say it again. Yeah. And with a few things just showed up for me. One is my favorite quote of all time um, is whether you think you can or you think you cannot, you're right. And I think it shows the power of mindset. I, I, say that quote an obnoxious number of times in my book, not just once, like it's in there like a solid 10 times. Like I love that quote because it is such a reflection of, of inward versus outward. Like it's easy to come up with all these excuses. So-and-so didn't believe in me. The situation wasn't right. I didn't have enough money, not enough time, all these things, but no, it's actually your belief in what you're thinking and what you're telling yourself. And that alone is, is going to be the thing that determines whether or not something's true. And so that was the first thing. The other thing is, I, I know it was a rhetorical question about what you, what do you believe and what's in, but what I was thinking of, um, we all have limiting beliefs. And as you start to break some of them down, what's interesting is new ones show up, right? And so maybe two years ago, my limiting belief was, can I really create a course? I'm not sure I can do that. Um, am I really a leader? Will people really follow me? Well, now I've knocked those down, which by the way, how? Well, through action, by the way, right? Like you, you, you do it, you start taking the steps and then you look at the data in front of you and you go, okay, okay. I did build a course. Cool. I could do that. Got it. I've got the belief now. I don't have that limiting belief anymore because my actions backed up the proof that I needed, right? Same. Okay. Yes. I have I have a large Facebook group. People are listening to me. Okay, I can, I can lead people. But it's interesting because we do start to create new limiting beliefs. And I'll just be really vulnerable. My limiting belief right now is, is whether or not I'm capable of going to the next level. Because for me, one of the th- really interesting things about, and this goes back kind of to like the journey versus the destination, I accomplished so many of my lives. Like, can you guys imagine, think about all your goals for your life. I accomplished over a dozen of them in one year. And I'm not saying this to brag, I'm telling you it was terrifying. Like it was amazing, but it was so scary. And so now I sit in this position of going like, how do I continue to stretch myself? How do I continue to dream bigger? What does that even look like for me? And what's interesting is that as a doer, as an action taker, 
what I believe will actually get me to the next level is pause. Like I almost need to like still the noise and still like and pause and really reflect so that I'm getting back in tune with the inward, not the outward, right? Like I get all the outward signs about what I could do with my business and what I can do with my family and all these things. But it's like, I have to go back to my inner voice of like, what do I really want and why? And I loved what you were saying about like, what do you think the goal will make you feel? And so for someone like me, who's really type A, like very go-getter, I have to like hit pause so that I can hear those feelings that you're talking about and really make sure I'm connected to them. So um, it's an interesting Don't allow themselves to pause. We unintentionally (laughs) unintentionally keep ourselves busy to buffer us from Mm -hmm. a reality we may not be ready to face. And usually a reality of our own potential that we're Mm -hmm. not ready to face. We will continue to get busy with this and, and shuffle things around in the house under the guise of organizing or, you know, these, these behaviors that don't really have any end result because we don't want to get to that place where it's like, you know what, I actually can do this. Mm -hmm. And that's a very scary place to be. It's like, I can't come up with an excuse any longer except the fact that I'm not willing to take the bold step. And that is when I find myself in that position. And I love it when people are like, well, I just don't feel a sense of peace about it. For me, peace feels like my pits are sweating out. My heart's pounding out of my chest. My head is throbbing and I'm pulling out a card going, oh crap, what am I doing? Like that kind of stuff where I have to show up to the level of belief in myself that matches the level that God believes. And it's like, whoa, I'm not there yet. He's leading me every step of the way. And it's so funny that you said that one of your favorite quotes is whether you believe you can or whether you believe you can't, you're right. Because mine is so similar to that. I probably say it every single day to my kids. I said in my books, I said in my podcast, whatever you say. So when I hear someone say, oh, that's just out of my price range, whatever you say, like whatever is coming out of your mouth, that's how you're going to continue. Yes, your truth. Yes. And you can find ability. You never will afford it. You never will until you believe like, instead of I can't, how can I, how can I do this next step as scary as it is? And being a free mama, I mean, I love that that is, that's your entire platform because I think every mom is created to be free, Mm -hmm. but freedom is not a feeling. Freedom is what is on the other side of that bold action that you have to take. And I just want to encourage moms today. And I know you feel the same way. It's like, do the thing, do the thing that scares you. So you'll know what freedom really feels like. It's so timely that we're having this conversation, Hannah, because just yesterday on my personal Facebook page, which I like never post to, I'll be honest, I'm the worst. Like I, now that I am team, I'm so <laughs> grateful. I'm so grateful because they help me with these things so that I can focus on things like being on podcasts or coaching my right. students, which is lovely. But yesterday I was like, you know, I really haven't posted my page in like months. So I made a post and in, uh, yeah. yeah, pretty much. So I'm, luckily other people tag me and stuff. So it looks like I'm alive. But um, the, the first line of my post yesterday was fear. I, ju- I wrote the word fear and I made a list of all of the, oh, I got goosebumps, like the most amazing things that have ever happened in my life. Yeah. And every single one of them involved the feeling of fear. Wow. All of them. So yeah. you, like you said, if you are at peace, you, 
you should be nervous, right? <laughs> not, not like, like you, the things, and, and I love that you're talking about God kind of like pulling you in a direction. Like for me, if I know that there's fear showing up, that's kind of the universe's way of saying over here, like, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like this, this is the right path for you because it shouldn't, it, it, it's not that it should be, well, it should be a little hard because we should, we should work hard. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it, but it's, but it's often simple, but it's that like emotional jump that, that yeah. feels hard the, and belief, the belief that you have to break through Yeah, and, and people have proven it. And now it's time for you to prove it. Like how much mm -hmm. do I believe this yesterday on Instagram? I posted, um, is you never get less afraid. You get better at telling fear to go to hell. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, girl. We are so, we are best friends. We are. I'll go buy the necklace. Mine in the mail. That's amazing. But it is true. You get used to like, oh, I recognize you. Yeah. Freaking liar. Like, go to hell. Go back to hell. I'm I'm taking this direction. And so you do it afraid. You just do it and you get used to that feeling of, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm flying by the seat of my pants. My hair's on fire. All right. I'm in the right spot. Totally. 100%. I agree with you completely. And I say this again in a very slightly different way, but I think there's this huge misconception. And I talk about it all the time in my community and I'm sure you do too, where they look at me and they're like, well, it's easy for Lauren to do a Facebook live. She does them all the time. And I'm like, yeah, it's easy. Now, would you like to go watch my first 30? They're all in the archive. Like go watch them. They're still on the internet. And just so you know, there's like a little bit of pee in my pants while I'm doing it. <laughs> terrified of it. And I tell them that because it's, I think they're, I think it's easy to look at people yeah. who we believe are ahead of us. Or like we they have some kind of special skill set. Yeah. Or even, yes. Like, well, they must not be afraid. And it's not about not being afraid. It's not about not experiencing fear or having that peace like you're talking about. It's about your willingness to do it anyway. To, yes. to do the hard thing in spite of your fear. Yeah. And yeah. So that's how I always talk about it. Like, and, and if you want something to be more peaceful or easier, the only way to get to that is to go right through it. Like there is right no work. Right. There's no, there's no work around. We all, we all got to walk through the same thing. The first, I got to tell you, the first time I was ever on television, literally they're counting down. They're like 60 seconds. I was throwing up in the bathroom. I was throwing, like, I'm wiping puke off my lips as no. I stepped up onto the live, you know, and you did it anyway. Yeah, anyway, you show up, you it show up. Live. It was, and it was Rachel Ray, and I was like, Ooh, that's not good, though. That's real. I'm probably throwing too. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> and I come out there like, everything's great. Yeah. yeah. That's and then, yeah. Turn it on. Yeah. And then you go back out and you're like, I can't believe I just did that. Yeah. No, that's beautiful. And you probably did way better than, than maybe even you thought you did afterwards, right? Like everyone else's perception, because they didn't know all the junk you had going yeah. on. Yeah. And it's the same for anybody, you know, that, that I, I don't know how many women in your community are, are interested in a business or starting a business, but I think anytime you try something new, whether it's going on TV or a new uh, you know, a new gym membership. Oh my goodness. I'm just trying to think like, I'm a pretty, I'm an extrovert. Clearly we like to talk. We're loud. Like I get this stuff, but like I, even when I go to a new gym and I like, like, I'm kind of nervous to go to that class by myself. For the I'm kind of like looking around. I'm like, how fit are we in here? Like, how's everybody <laughs> doing? Like, we all have that moment of like 
feeling alone, I guess, you know, like, like, am I, am that fraud, that like imposter syndrome, do I belong here? And so I think something that is important to me, and I can, I can just tell Hannah that it's important to you too, is giving women, especially moms, that place to go, you know what, like I peed my pants too, like, you know what, like I barked too, like we do these things, we're all in this together, like I know nothing special that you don't know, I promise, and if I do, if I do know something special, like my vow to you is that I will share it with you. Like I will share you that tip that I learned, that yes, thing that yes. made it easier. That's, that's what this is all about. And so, yeah, I love it. I love moms. I do too. They're <laughs> the best. <laughs> we are. <laughs> yeah, we are the best people pretty much on the face of this earth. So let's just celebrate that and let's all just live free. So I love it. Yay. <laughs> Oh, Lauren, you're amazing. How can people find out more about you so we can close it up? Yeah, I'm a Facebook girl. The best place to hang out with me is in our Facebook group. You can search the cool. free Mama movement. I also have a book over on Amazon, or you can check out thefreemama.com. Yes, and by the way, I'm going to give a shout out to your YouTube as well. You're incredible. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. It's really fun. We launched Free Mama TV in uh, January, uh, and I really enjoyed it. It's a good time. Yeah, you're rocking it, girl. I love you, love what you're doing, and I'll make sure to give you one of our little hard necklace pieces, okay? Yes, best friends. Because <laughs> now we're best friends, so we have to celebrate that. <laughs> Thank All you right. so much. Thanks so much. Talk to you later. Are you ready to get radical results in your life? I can give you the jumpstart you need for massive success as a mom. In fact, I've got that mom show starter kit right here with your name on it, girl, and I want to give it to you absolutely free. Just go to thatmomshow.com or text the word KIT, K-I-T, to 345-345. That's the word KIT to 345-345. That Mom Show Starter Kit comes with my best-selling time management program for moms, Squeeze the Day, my guided faith-based Master Mom Meditation, and a printable copy of the Master Mom Manifesto. Print that baby out, say it every day, just watch what happens. That Mom Show Starter Kit's valued at over $300, but I want you to have it for free. Just go to thatmomshow.com or text the word KIT, that's K-I-T, to 345-345. Again, text KIT to 345-345. I'll talk with you later. Check this out.